scrambled eggs. Thank you. Excuse me, but this has powdered sugar on it, and I ordered no sugar. I really can't have too much sugar in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at that. You're absolutely right. I'll tell you what. Let me take this back and bring you out a new piece. All right, great. Can we do it? Welcome to Lego. Imagine waking up in the middle of the night, being fully conscious, and then realizing you can't move a muscle. Your chest tightens, and it gets hard to breathe. You start hallucinating, and a dark figure begins moving towards you. You try to scream for help, but you can't. Are you dying? Are you dreaming? Then, all of a sudden, you can move again. That terrifying apparition is gone, and you can breathe normally. Believe it or not, experiences like this are fairly common. This is a medical condition called sleep paralysis. Inside of a cavernous gallery space, there is an enormous, bulletproof plexiglass box that measures 20 feet in each direction. It reminds you of the clear cage where Dr. Hannibal Lecter was confined in the third act of Silence of the Lambs. Inside of the box, there are two rats, chatting on iPhones, chomping down cheeseburgers, and chilling on the potty. What could it mean? Are you between the worlds of the living and the dead? Dear God, it could be possible. After all, it is October, and the veil between the two worlds is at its absolute thinnest. Brett Easton Ellis doesn't know what fall is. Welcome back to another episode of the Humor and the Abject Podcast. You waking up in your beds, frozen, witnessing a dark figure moving closer to you, Screedlers. This is Staff Only, the podcast studio manager. Behold, the most twisted time of year. The equinox is upon us. Or it just happened. To be honest, I don't know when it is. But it is important. Did you enjoy the bonus episode last week? Boy, oh, boy, it felt good to get connected with Darcy and Ezekway again after almost five weeks. And now, you get to treat yourself to a brand new guest, making his first appearance on the Humor and the Abject podcast. He's a Boston boy living it up with that nasty little creep gritty in the unruly land of Philadelphia. Did I say little creep, or live creep? The internet handle of friend of the podcast Andrea McGinty. LOL. Anyways. Our guest is a comedian, and a video maker. If you are a Philly local, be sure to check out his sketch comedy group, Darlings, at Good Good Comedy. I'm talking, of course, about Kyle Harris. Let's turn it over to your host, Sean J. Patrick Carney. I'm Ira Glass. Welcome to Jackass. It's episode 85 of the Humor in the Abject podcast. I'm your host, Sean J. Patrick Carney. Screedlers, let me ask you something. Do you enjoy the unique, highly conceptual sound collage introductions that I craft each week as a tribute to the conversations that I have with my guests? Have you ever thought to yourself, 
goddamn, I'd really, really like to have my own personalized sound collage played on an episode being sent to me as a high-quality audio file that I could share with friends and family. Well, uh, that uh, might just be possible, because I'm introducing a new monthly lottery feature on the Humor and the Abject Drip profile, located at d.rip slash humor and the abject. That's d.rip slash humor and the abject. Now, each month, a subscriber will be selected at random to get a custom, personalized sound collage composed by yours truly. Each subscriber will have as many tickets entered into the lottery as they have months of subscription. So, for instance, if you've been around as a subscriber since I launched the drip in January of this year, you're already getting 10 tickets into the drawing that I'm going to do on October 15th. In November's lottery, you'll get 11 and so forth. And if you're not a subscriber yet, sign up by Sunday, October 14th and get an automatic five tickets as a sign-on bonus for the drawing the next day. Uh, I'll contact the winner with a simple, short questionnaire about things that they like and then make an original custom sound collage based on their responses. And come to think of it, this would make a ridiculously good gift. If you win but are shy, you could get one for somebody else. I'll play the sound collage during a break on an upcoming episode and provide links to high-quality downloads of the file in various formats. Uh, You will be like a professional wrestler with your own entrance theme. And uh, i got to give a shout-out to artists Brad Trammell and Joshua Citarella, whose own lottery systems on Patreon and Drip, respectively, uh, got me thinking that uh, I should do it, too, for this sound collage. Uh, A detailed outline about all this is posted publicly on the Drip, And if this has piqued your interest to the point where you absolutely must have your own custom sound collage, hit me up for a commission. I'm sure we can work something out. On this week's episode, I had the opportunity to have Philadelphia comedian Kyle Harris over to the kitchen to talk about all kinds of stuff. He was visiting Austin as part of the Altercation Comedy Festival, and it was the first time that he and I got to meet IRL. I'm putting a link to Kyle's website and calendar in the episode description, so give that a look to see where you can see him live in the coming months. It was super fun talking to him, and he's one of the nicest dudes that I have ever met. Give him a follow uh, on Twitter while you're at it, at HeyKyleHarris. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here's my conversation with Kyle Harris. Okay, man, are you uh, are you ready to do this? I'm good. <clears throat> yep. Kyle Harris, welcome to Humor in the Abject. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, so I saw a picture that you tweeted right before you came over here. Um, where did you go today? <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> so I had to kill some time, kill a couple of hours, and I went to the Weird Oddity thing oh like the museum of weird or something yeah is that what it's called yeah it was uh where's that somewhere here in austin it's like sixth and oh, i don't know the main street main street yeah. congress <laughs> congress <laughs> avenue oh, yeah. yeah downtown i don't know <laughs> i felt like I felt like a dork but um i went in i was like yeah i'm just gonna do thing like do something solo and a couple walked in with me so i had a tour with a couple oh wait you just joined their group well they joined me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that guy was um, 
something else. The, the tour guide or the the tour guide. Oh, the, the couple is fine. They're nice. Um, and he did this thing where he this doesn't sound right describing it. He puts a nail in his mouth like the tour guide does uh-huh. like these magic tricks, and he's like, uh, "All right, we need a volunteer to take the nail out of my mouth with your hand." He was, he was like, you can vote the audience, which was me and her boyfriend, can vote. It's a generous term for three people. Yeah. Can <laughs> vote for a hand or a teeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the boyfriend was like, they vote, Did they fucking throw you under the bus? They were like, what do you want to vote for? I was like, I don't know. I don't want to make her. <laughs> it was stupid. Oh, she had to do it? Yeah. He um, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. I wonder if there's a, that seems interesting. So to work at the museum of the weird and do tours, you kind of have to have magic skills already. I, I wonder if I that's feel like, like, it's the one guy. That's, who, yeah. yeah. Oh, he runs it. Maybe. I don't think he was, I don't think he runs it. I think he's just the only tour guy. Okay. Cause I waited for like 20 minutes. I mean, I'm just thinking about that. That's gotta be, I mean, obviously you want to only hire people that can do magic, but that does seem like a discriminatory kind of hiring practice yeah you know? like if you can't do magic you can't work here definitely it seems fucked up that's definitely his thing um, think. well so you're you know the reason i asked is because you're visiting from philly um what's your in you flew in this morning that we're recording this yeah. that's correct yeah, yeah yeah so uh what's your knee-jerk reaction to austin texas so far what's your day been like oh i've only God. been here a few hours sounds like you went to the museum of the weird <laughs> uh <laughs> what else has gone down on your day i i first i try i looked up Ah, this is so lame. I I looked up hip spots. Yeah, yeah. Austin. no, I've done that before. Don't yeah. worry. No, you're yeah, you're talking like hip bars or yeah. yeah, whatever. And it was <laughs> like uh, yeah, South Congress. Uh-huh. So I, I put that in the lift from oh, the South airport. Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, she picks me up and she's like, uh, where South Congress? I was like, uh, she just, asked you where it was. She just said like where. She oh, was where thinking on of the street? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, oh. the main spot. I yeah. guess. Take me to the joint. Yeah. And she takes me to the Capitol uh, building. building. <laughs> <laughs> the Capitol of Texas. So I'm like, dude, you got that's uh, that's on the checklist, though, right? You got to go to the Capitol. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I hate all of that shit. And I like, I just did it. I went in a circle and I was like, I don't need to look at any of these uh-huh. memorials. I'm sorry, yeah. but yeah, no, it's not for me. What did you do after that? Then you went to the museum. Then or... I, yeah. Then I walked. All the way down. You carrying all your luggage with you? Well, I packed light. Okay. I only brought a backpack. <laughs> all right. I'm a scrub. I only brought like one pair of jeans. Um, That's all you need. Yeah. And I walked down and grabbed some uh, grabbed some food. I don't even remember. Just some like random spot. Not, like a chain. Not even an mm-hmm. Austin spot. And yeah, then I went to the weird oddity place. And uh, from there, I... Um, Went to my Airbnb, which I didn't know I'd be sharing with two other people. Oh, you're like just in a room? Yeah, it's like uh, right by uh, University of Austin and... University of Texas. Oh my God. What? At uh, Austin. <laughs> this place is confusing me already. It's like people in skinny jeans and boots. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you got to go to the... Are, are you near the LBJ library? Lyndon Baines Johnson, baby? Oh, I think you that's could, close. Yeah, you should go to it. I went with my parents last weekend while they were here. How was that? It was uh, fine. I don't know. <laughs> there's, well, like that- this, there's this, uh, I guess LBJ was like, they're really hammering home that 
you know, he's kind of like this, he was this, he represented the duality of man, you know, he was both a, both a hard ass, but also like really gentle with a great sense of humor, this oh. gentle giant kind of guy who could also be very stern, but I guess he loved um, getting roasted and getting clowned on. So he used to keep a collection of all the political cartoons about him that would kind of exaggerate his big ears or make his nose really long. And they had like a little display with some of them, but it's like extremely unsettling part of it that I still, I've been thinking about it since last weekend. And I don't know why this was in it. It's this like animatronic kind of like uncanny Valley, uh, replica of him just sort of standing there talking and the eyes move and the skin's really rubbery and it's just fucking terrifying. Oh, and that's my shit. Children are being made very upset by this. <laughs> and it's like really weird too, because everywhere in this place, they're full size, wall prints of lbj so you can kind of like stand next to it and take a picture dude's like six foot was like six foot three so you're supposed to like you know how do you stack up compared to lbj or something and but the <laughs> <like> animatronic <laughs> <laughs> but the animatronic thing was like like a five eighths scale like the animatronic oh, thing was like a little like an inch shorter than me. And I was just like, what is that? What the hell? It's very, I don't know, man. It was really insane. But if you get a chance, you know, if you're trying to kill some time and it sounds like you like uh, museums. Lyndon <laughs> Baines Johnson Museum. You can go to uh, Lady Bird Johnson. That's his <laughs> wife's name. You can go to a replica of her office, a recreation of her office, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I didn't know uh, that's where the term Lady Bird came from. <laughs> I'll probably do that. That's her name. I was free when I went. I can't. T- it was museum day. I don't know how much it usually costs. Oh shit! Probably like twenty. Actually, I feel like it's cheaper down here, right? What? And Texas? the museum? Probably. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. They. I mean, so many people have, like, especially in Austin. I feel like there are a lot of people who, uh, maybe if they're originally from Texas or their family is, they might be very liberal people who live in Austin, but they are just consumed with this kind of like generational wealth guilt and um you know their generational wealth is probably from a myriad horrible things but um so maybe they try to make museums cheap that you know i'm not bullshitting you that you saying that i i felt that (laughs) here walking around the the capitol building i was like where what's what is this? What is this for me? We're the good part of Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see right through. I know. Did you see all the, did you, well, I mean, you took a car over here, but um, if you walk around the neighborhood, every fucking house has a Beto O'Rourke thing in the yard. <laughs> like everybody, everybody's just like, this is, um, this is Beto country over here. We, uh, we do not like Ted Cruz. They're hiding is, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Smell it. Um, but you're in town cause you're doing the altercation comedy festival. Yeah. Um, do you know why it's called that? I, is it like aggressive or it's really, uh, it's promoted kind of like punk Rocky. Oh, are they kind of like antagonistic? Like come to the festival or don't go f- uh, fuck you. I don't I, care. It, it just, it's just like, um, it seems cool. Yeah. I, uh, like the people they have it are definitely like the punk rock types. Oh, really? Like like Eddie Pepitone. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian okay. Posehn. Uh huh. Uh, Ben Ben Roy. I'm not familiar with him, but that's he's a headliner on my night, and I don't I don't think I'm punk rock at all. Oh, huh. Well, maybe by, well, you know, that's the punkest thing of all, you know, not being, not being punk. But I don't know. I think it's like the fourth year that I... How much time are you doing at it? 15. 15? You got a tight 15 ready or are you still working on it? I do. I was just worried about... I 
I thought it was going to be like 20, which I was like, ooh, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm going to invent five yeah. more minutes. That's uh, actually that's, a lot of I, I hate stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting path that you've chosen yeah, for yourself. It's, it's, it's terrible, but it's it's fun. It'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I bet um, if you, man, if you want to, do you feel like it's mostly going to be, I mean, how the fuck would you know? I don't know why I'm asking. <laughs> do you feel like it's going to be mostly like a, it's probably like a local crowd, right? Yeah. Like mostly Austin people yeah, who like definitely. comedy. I swear to God, dude, just um, make fun of uh, Austin. They'll love it. I, that's what I plan on. You know what I mean? Like your guy from Philly who comes here and then you're just like, oh, here's what I think about, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's the first thing I ask you, what do you think of Austin? Like, come on, <laughs> roast me. <laughs> been I'm here, like, been here for four weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to see because I'm probably, my friend's coming in too, uh-huh. uh, but he gets in late, but we're probably going to go out later and then probably i'm treating it like a vacation yeah yeah so uh tomorrow i'll probably drink a lot check out the bars and stuff oh yeah dude you should go to you want to go to a real honky tonk yes okay um i I don't know well i don't know (laughs) no it's like pretty somebody's gonna somebody listening to this is uh lived here a lot longer than me or grew up and is gonna be like you fucking poser for (laughs) suggesting this place and i probably am a poser but uh there's this place um on i think it's pronounced kamal is it c-o-m-a-l the name of the street but east sixth on the east side of the 35 there's this place called the white horse and it just has like it's kind of a fucking cool place to go see like weird like zydeco and country music and like fucking weird shit and like it's pretty fun and super chill and you just kind of like if you want you can just sit there and like drink a beer but there's always a whole bunch of people who all know how to dance up in the front and they're like pretty young people a lot of the time it's really fucking weird but it's are there segregated sections or I mean, that's what I like. Well, yeah, it's called the city of Boston. <laughs> that's where I'm from originally, too. It's what? Boston. Boston. No, yeah. I said Austin. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Austin. Austin is segregated. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, you're from a town that rhymes with Austin. Boston. Tell me your origin story. What, what's Kyle Harris's Beantown origin story? What do people in Boston call it? Beantown? We're all. Yeah, we're, we're born in Beantown. That's what it says on the birth certificate. Yeah. The bean. Oh, man. Well, all the Boston rappers call it the bean. The bean? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, hurt. I don't I don't know. It doesn't seem cool. No. I mean, I like. I had some beans at lunch. I don't know. I'm not like <laughs> anti-bean, but it's just not like, it doesn't sound like cool. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I, I don't even know where it's from. the Big Apple is stupid. That, yeah, they're all, the Philly city of brotherly love and everyone there is like a dick. Rude? Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Philly too. I'm like, I'm a pretty oh, optimistic person. Like, I'm okay. happy all the time. Where do you like, live in Philly? Oh, Philly, fuck. I'm in South Philly. South Philly. Yeah. Okay, I think the last time I was there, I think I, I think I stayed in South Philly, um, and I'm an idiot, so I don't know the name of the neighborhood. But, uh, uh, but it was it, pro- it. It is. I'm not even being a jerk. It's South, probably just South Philly. Yeah. Or eh, it had a funny know. name that I couldn't Point pronounce. Breeze, the name of like New Huh? Pass Young. Wait, Passion. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. that yeah, was it. I can't pronounce cool. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was fine. I liked it. I had a good time. I went there and kind of wandered around the city and stuff. But yeah, Philly's interesting. It's cool to visit. <laughs> You're just throwing it under the bus, man. I, You're going to go home. You're no gonna, shame. They're going to burn you. I, I guess will. it's like it's your city, though, so you can make fun of it. Uh, it's I, I don't claim it. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been there? Uh <sighs> probably like uh eight, yeah not eight four years five years now i think five years yeah because i started it? four years. yeah five years did you go from massachusetts there 
<clears throat> yeah, I went to college there. I went to college in Philly. In Philly. Yeah. Okay. But how old were you when you left uh, Boston? Uh, 19. 19. Yeah. What was, I mean. Wait, that math doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Well, I didn't ask. Nobody's going to know because I didn't That's ask how true. old Actually, you are yeah. first. Yeah. No, All of it sense. works. It, it checks ma- out. It works, yeah. I'm doing, I've got a abacus over here. I'm doing <laughs> I, I was looking at that when I walked in. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, it's made of uh, really, really problematic uh, ivory. Um, <laughs> I had it sourced. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Boston sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I've I I know now. Like I I have cities I like. Like I, I like Chicago. Okay, it's cooler. Than, I mean, I grew up in Northern Michigan. <laughs> Who the fuck am I to talk? Like Boston's a cooler place to grow up than where I grew up. But it's it's all right. It's just small. It's really clean. Boston. <laughs> yeah, it's super. clean. I feel like people say that about Chicago too, though. They're like, yeah, it's like New York, but it's clean. Yeah, that was me. I went to Chicago and I was <laughs> like, oh, I only stayed in like the touristy uh-huh. yes oh chicago's oh i need to go back the yeah, water yeah. the breeze mm-hmm. yeah yeah lake michigan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing's wrong with chicago dude have you ever been to uh i ask everybody from boston this and they're always like no i haven't been there but- cheers <laughs> is that what you're gonna <laughs> no 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 but that's good that's a deep cut of no depth um uh it's in somerville and it's called Sacco's uh, Flatbread Company and Bowling. <laughs> and it's like a candle, like candle oh pin bowling. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little tiny pins. And you use a little ball and you get to throw three times. But I went there twice the last time I was in Boston. I had so much fun. That sounds... I went back. I'm I mean, every, even... everything about it sounds bad. I mean, it's bowling, it's wood-fired <laughs> pizza, and like craft beer. That's kind of their thing. But... I don't know, man. Somehow, oh, like, might these three horrible th- things got put together. And I think it's been around for a long-ass time, is the thing. They just sort of added in, I think, wood-fired pizza because they were like, hey, man, Cause people, the kid, Somerville, people like I feel like that's like a spot my uncle would have taken me to like show off to one of his yeah. girl, girls he's dating. <laughs> it was like, I hang out with my nephew. I swear to God, that might be one of the things. <laughs> have you been to south boston i haven't uh, is that where all the irish people are yeah i'm not allowed there. <laughs> <laughs> they seem awful um yeah south but Bo- i don't know anything about i stayed in my one spot yeah and then i went to like school in the burbs so i okay that uh, was um did you start doing comedy when you moved to philly yeah i i tried it once in Listen boston sirens and- i hope it's picking those up I hope so. Too. I called those. Sorry. So you you did comedy when you went to Philly? Yeah, I, I did it once in Boston, like in high school. And it's like then, an open mic or something? Yeah. And some dude, like the host called, said I looked like a Tuskegee Airman. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm not coming man. back from that. I need a couple what? of years. <laughs> It was a black guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see my bias showing. I just assume, you know, my you say comedian. I think white guy. So, you know, fuck me. But I think he said a specific store, like an urban outfitter, uh, Tuskegee. Oh, my and God. And got that's like a, a huge ooh, laugh. Yeah, that's a roast. And I was like, wow. If this is how it's going to be, this uh, is not... For me. <laughs> <laughs> so it took a little while you got a thicker skin then you're yeah. like fuck this i'm coming back right I'm coming back swinging coming back swinging in a new and... i'm gonna leave town <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and once i come back 
I don't know. I wouldn't even be able to recognize him. It was a good. I think I giggled, but I was. I was like, let me just drive home and go back on my computer. Mm. <laughs> let me post about this. Yeah. Let me go on comedy forums and search. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Philly was. Uh, yeah, I started in Philly and just did like late spots on open mics. Uh-huh. And the whole the normal like yeah, yeah. stupid grind thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do a bunch of, you do a monthly, right? At Good Good Comedy? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten to go to Good Good Comedy, but every single person that I know in New York who's a comedian, every other week is like, I'm doing something Good Good Comedy and Good Good Comedy and Good Good Comedy and Good Good Comedy. Why does he pronounce it like that? Yeah, He's like, that must be a cool club. It's all, uh, if, if they weren't there, honestly, I probably would have moved to New York sooner. Like I, I probably wouldn't have been in Philly uh-huh. that long because they are like, there is the shit. Yeah. yeah. What's your monthly all about? Is it Darlings? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Lay it it's, on me. What's uh, Darlings all about? It's just like a sketch comedy collect- collective. So there's, I think, 16 of <laughs> us. Yeah. It's like all the, like, there's a lot of, like, You're good, bringing, good. bringing that Boston's flavor. Yeah. Down from Boston. Wait, are yeah. they from Boston? It's like a <laughs> big, it's just a stupid party okay. thing. And, like, it's all, like, the, it's a lot of, like, regulars. Uh-huh. And we just write a bunch of, uh stupid sketches okay. and it's it, it pretty we did a run last week for a fringe festival which is fringe yeah okay. i think they have it in other like all these cities and uh we did like eight shows and i think all of them but maybe one sold out jesus yeah that's pretty good just, like we did the same like hour and it just went well it was so f- it was fun you guys making props and shit or is it just all the theater of the mind kind of thing? oh yeah there's well actually there's one uh julia uh she she made some proud i think she made some clay dicks a bunch of clay dicks for i see a video of you bit. swinging one of those right yeah, bathroom yeah. Or something. yeah i was very drunk <laughs> that was like after the last night i think i was just drinking Good a reason to bit. celebrate yeah, yeah why not and uh she also like ate a jar of mayo every night oh which is fuck yeah Woo! so That's, that was uh, uh wow i mean i'm you know genetically predisposed to liking mayonnaise but not that I, much i like <laughs> <laughs> i like i i don't say it a lot but i do like mayo yeah it's good uh, i mean i got a sandwich i'm not gonna like fucking just it was, eat it though by itself it's ter- it's rough and we like someone googled it too to make sure but you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a, it's just a lot. I mean, but, but how can you Google every single person's kind of personal response to yeah, that much? I, I don't know. I don't know. She's going to find out she's got some like really weird, obscure, uh, <laughs> like whatever, like cornflower oil, whatever, yeah. like weird thing is in it, like the, the binding base or whatever that's in yeah, it. Yeah. Oil. I don't know. <laughs> what do you come down a miracle whip? Oh, I, I'd like it. I'm not You like that tangy them. zip? I don't see. This is this might be like this is extreme. If what, if what you're gonna say is what I think you're gonna say is extremely <laughs> controversial. <laughs> but go ahead. I, I don't see the difference. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, man, that's like that's like saying you don't know the difference between ranch and blue cheese. I mean, they have different profiles. Is all I'm saying. They look similar, but you no, know, I'm not. You don't think Miracle Whip has like a weird kind of like? I don't. It's see, like sweet. Nope, I don't see the difference between ranch or blue cheese. Oh my god. I do with the chunks. Wait, blue cheese has like blue cheese tastes like blue cheese, yeah. And then ranch tastes like who the fuck knows what. But I guess I don't. I don't use them a lot. Like I don't. (laughs) You didn't grow up in the Midwest. Um, (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, I think that the way that I, I guess I would think about the difference between like a uh, like a mayonnaise and a Miracle Whip would be like sort of like a, a mayonnaise would be like a a, a low key. Let's say you go to uh, like a kosher, uh, like a Jewish deli or something, and you get like a kind of a low key dill pickle. It's not too crazy, but you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's like a dill pickle. Versus like Miracle Whip to me tastes like a bread and butter, okay. like crunchy little. Uh, All right, now disc. you're talking my language. You know what I'm talking about? I, yeah, <laughs> the pickle spectrum. <laughs> I, I pound pickles. Yeah. Do do you drink the juice? Not like the whole thing, but do you take a sip? I think I. In my teenage years, oh, no, yeah. I, I left that. I, still, I just did it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I did it the other day. I finished off, uh, polished off a jar of pickles, oh, and I was man. like, I mean, it's not my proudest moment when I do it. But Maybe before if I, I was dump like, it down high, the sink, was, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. If I was like smoking, and then I'm just like, I'm so hungry, I'm just gonna. I don't know. Um, I okay. Think I would. So speaking of food, um, what is food cuckolding? That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what. Uh, <clears throat> it's, basically <laughs> yeah one of uh one of my beliefs it's uh when beliefs yeah it's a it's a thing you can, it's you buy food yeah buy a bunch and then uh you watch your friends eat it and yeah. then you jerk off to it <laughs> <laughs> to the are you i mean is the is the erotic aspect is it coming from um primarily like the friends or the food or do they from need the to kind experience, of, yeah, they kind so of got a, a, yeah, yeah, the kind of convivial atmosphere of everything I, going yeah. on, yeah. It's like a bonding thing. It's it's good for friendships, especially like long distance. Yeah, someone that's cool. Comes to visit some you guy know, feeds your wife. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, and you're like, don't don't eat that pack of Oreos I just bought. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> i saw uh that was it i i saw a stand-up video of you doing that and i think my favorite part of it was when you were talking about um uh how you like to edge by ordering from Domino's because you can see the pizza tracker just kind of like it's oh, <laughs> like uh getting closer and closer that's that's one joke where i t- put it in or take it out based on audience i don't do that a lot uh-huh. either, but you're feeling it out and kind of if like, it's yeah. like yeah <laughs> i won these people over i'm, gonna, that will, like, I'm gonna drop this on them turn a lot of people off. that's cool dude i used to do this uh i used to do this i guess artwork uh called pizza bombing where i would order i mean so that the, when you were talking about food cuckolding man like uh i felt that you know <laughs> <laughs> i used to do this thing where i would, I would like order pizzas for people uh, that I wasn't there and oh. just like order them like a Domino's pizza because you, I could see in real time like when it was arriving <laughs> yeah. and I was getting like excited about it and I would in the ingredients list kind of um, or not in the ingredients list, sorry in the you can put instructions for the driver and I would ask nicely and like put a huge tip on it and just be like will you please like read this thing when you hand them the pizza oh and it was usually just like my name like the year and then listing off the things that I had ordered as yeah. if they were like materials of an art piece and like giving them to the person but um so yeah i was just like man am i a food cuckold <laughs> not know this that's about per- myself that's i never so good. i could never admit that it was erotic but you know perhaps if, if i did a little soul searching pranks are erotic <laughs> i'm a, oh, I'm a bit have you ever used uh prank dial what the fuck's that oh my god it's i know anyone it's it's just prank dial.com and okay. <laughs> i don't work for them but you okay. can i can put in your number okay and then I'll put in like Domino's number, uh-huh. and 
Dom, it looked like, like you'll get a call from Domino's, and mm. Domino's will get a call from you, and you both pick up at the same like, time. What? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> and you can record it. I think it's illegal to record. So, so the stage, people are, but like, so the, we'll do it out of state. Exactly. Yeah, record so many different yeah. things. It's, it doesn't matter. It's so good. And you there's like pre-recorded ones that those are Oh, stupid, man. That's but, pretty cool. So yeah. they both parties answer and just are having a meltdown. Like, you fucking called me. I could, I if you got the, ooh, if you could get the right combo of people, yeah. that would just turn into like a screaming match I immediately. Used, yeah, I did it in college. With like, <laughs> I did it with like two different pizza shops. Uh. <laughs> and they were like, listen, I don't have time for this. And the other dude was like, what are you talking about? You called me. <laughs> Dude, one time, one time in Portland, a bunch of us like we called this uh, we called this dude uh, that we all just kind of clowned on. He, he was fine, but he was just like a dude that we kind of clowned on. And we called him uh, and we got his voicemail. And we're like, OK, he's not answering his phone. So we called him again. Um, we called him again and then called him on a second phone. So that the first phone, like it would already be ringing. So the first phone got his voicemail. And then when his voicemail answered on this phone, we held it up and like left him a voicemail <laughs> with his voicemail greeting, which I was just, I mean, at the time I was on a lot of substances and That's... I was like, this is fucking brilliant, man. This is like, and in actuality, you know, now that I reflect on it, I thought it was like the dopest thing I'd ever done. And I bet he hit play it started playing his voicemail greeting back to me he was like what the fuck is this glitch and just deleted it i'm sure it like did not affect his day whatsoever or it could have gave him could like, have made sleep him, paralysis yeah. <laughs> you're obsessed with this i see you tweeting about sleep yeah. paralysis all the time I, everything what is wait I, I will admit i don't i wait what is sleep paralysis you are you, you can't get up oh you cannot sleep what it's, is it uh, i guess i do talk about it too much but I mean, I've seen the only, I mean, I've heard the term before, but the only place that I've frequently seen it in the last however long I've been following you is your account, and then you just brought it up now. So what the fuck yeah. is up with sleep fuck. paralysis? Uh, so it's like you're sleeping, mm -hmm. you're having a dream, okay, but like you're seeing, you would be seeing this, but you're still not awake, and then there's like this figure moving towards you, and you just can't move. But you can see the room you're in. It's a dream. It's a dream. That there's a figure coming towards you, but you are locked in place. Right. Oh, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like my feet are too heavy. Yeah. Like I can't you're... get out of the road. Oh, no, no. That's different. That's like an actual, that's like a stress dream or something. So, wait. So there's, there's stress dreams. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are those different than nightmares? <laughs> I guess a nightmare is more like overtly like when your violent teeth and a stress. Fall out and stuff. I that's guess a that's stress like dream. When you're stressed, I could be okay. wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, All right. But like sleep paralysis is like everything looks like you're just seeing this room. Okay. And the only thing that's crazy is the figure moving towards you, <laughs> and then I guess it's also crazy that you can't fucking move, which this is, is terrifying. Highly, this is highly specific. So this takes place I, in a dream. But the dream has no supernatural or weird dreamy elements. Except, except it sucks. A, a, a being moving towards you. Yeah. Is it? Do people have a... Do they see the same thing often? I, go, like the same I think being? so. It's like this... It's weird. I don't know why. It's like a shadowy... Yeah. 
The Babadook? It, yeah. The queer icon, the <laughs> yeah. Babadook. Remember when they made the Babadook oh, a queer fuck, icon? I forgot that was cool. About that. <laughs> that was like that one was of the amazing. funniest things ever. They're just like, the Babadook is a queer icon. All these all right guys are like, it is not. No, he's not. <laughs> and, then oh when, and then when they re released it, they're like, it's gay. And everybody's like, no. <laughs> people are like, you know, everybody, uh, have, you heard, have you heard this thing when, when people smoke <clears throat> DMT, they always see a purple woman? That's like a really recurring no. thing. Like people from radically different lived experiences, like see a purple woman and there's some weird thing that, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's not even interesting. I, I, um, it is to me. I mean, I'll never do DMT, but. So talk to me about the Flintstones, man. I oh, understand you're a big fan. <laughs> oh yeah. We're talking fl- animated live so, action. What's your, the, what's your poison? The live action. So With, uh, it was John Goodman. Yeah. John He's, Goodman. Yeah. And, uh, why am I blank? Was it uh, Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. yeah. She was uh, Betty. Right. Yeah. Right? Who and the fuck was... No, I don't like this because people do this and then when I'm listening to a podcast, I get furious that that they don't remember who played which characters. So I let's would... zoom past that. Okay. Now, anyways. It's the dude from... People get mad for this. I can't think of his name. The dude from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick Moranis? Yeah, I think he's Barney. Really? Yeah. Let's see here. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's take a look at this. The Flintstones, uh, 1994 American buddy comedy. Uh, okay, yep. John Goodman is Fred Flintstone. Rick Moranis is Barney Rubble. Wow. Um, I would have thought like Jeff Daniels for some reason. Um, Elizabeth Perkins is Wilma. I don't know who that is. Rosie O'Donnell as Betty Rubble. Okay. I wonder what Bam Bam's up to. But uh, the actor who played Bam Bam. Yeah, it was just a kid. Was Jonathan screamed. Taylor Thomas. Was it? No. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He's like the kid from Tool Time or from Home Improvement. Oh. He was the voice of Simba. He was on all the like Tiger Beat magazines. Oh and then shit. Then he just kind of disappeared into obscurity. Oh, that's that sucks. Eh, maybe he's JTT. Fine. He probably just was like, "Well, I have a fuck ton of money. Oh, what if I don't live my life in public thing. anymore?" Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so, what's your what's your attraction to this film? Well, I it was one of those like. So I when I go home for vacation or like school, mm-hmm. it was I had it on VHS, and I had one I had one of those t in my childhood room is like the TVs with the VHS player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, built in. Yeah. Combo unit. So I would just watch like yeah. Austin Powers and all that. But Flintstones always come back to and now it's on Netflix. It it's is. Recently added. Okay, I gotta watch it. And I haven't seen it probably since 1994. It's, I mean, I don't think you're missing it. I was, <laughs> I was watching it recently. Uh, I think I ate an edible and it was just like, I was like coming down a little bit and I started to realize that they're feet, like I hate feet mm-hmm. and everyone has their sh- everyone's like feet are like gross and then move just like dirty uh-huh. on purpose yeah but then i'm like oh these are real people like they have yeah, to yeah. be on a set. this hot yeah. set huh. with these smelly ass feet just <sighs> around each other that's heavy and like uh they have to like redo their lines while the- i i just the funk of the film set man i wonder <laughs> about that a lot you know like in in movies and TV, <clears throat> people get really close and talk to each other right, front, like way closer than people talk in real life. Yeah. And all that I can think about the whole time is like, I'd just be like, I'd have to be chewing gum or so. I'd be so scared that like, what if, what if my breath smells bad and this person thinks I'm, exactly. uh, and this person makes uh, like a moral, like character judgment on me. <laughs> and it's like, because of this. And they keep it in the movie too. They say something and like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a, it's a 
ignorant set. That's what I'm gonna it's an it. ignorant set. Yeah. I only watch films with ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> and all the food they were probably around, like they probably have their feet up around the. F- ah, stupid. That's gnarly. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. That's pretty good. I like a good John Goodman role. You know, he seems yeah. like a John Goodman seems like a good guy. Seems all right. Uh, well, it's time for a game, <laughs> Kyle. Um, oh, welcome yeah. to uh, Humor in the Abject. This game, uh, this game is a classic. It's called uh, "What Is This Sculpture Trying to Communicate to Its Viewer?" Um, do you have a background in in art at all? I do. Okay. I have double master. What? <laughs> double master. <laughs> I have a double master. <laughs> Um, but if you don't, that's even better because you're unbiased. So yeah, I'm very unbiased. Perfect. No shit. Good. We'll have like a you'll have a real honest read of these. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you um, the descriptions of five uh, sculptures. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go one through five. Um, you're free to ask me any questions that you'd like for a clarification on the materials um, of the sculpture or or like the site where it is. If you want to know anything about like where it's located, but I cannot provide any answers. Uh, regarding the conceptual framework around the art. Okay. I can't like tell you what I think it might mean, um, nor can I describe to the artist who's responsible for the work. Um, and you're so, like an expert. In this <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to read these descriptions to you, and then um, you can ask me anything you like, and uh, then you'll tell me what... What do you think this work is about? Like, what, what is the critique that it's bringing oh, boy. or the message that it has for its viewer? Um, okay, number one. Um, it's a Madame Tussauds-like uh, life-size wax sculpture of film and television actor DJ Qualls, uh, best known for his supporting role in the 2000 American road sex comedy film Road Trip. You know what I'm talking about? Really skinny guy? Kind of funny looking? Okay, well, uh, the figure is standing on a circular platform which rotates at a rate of 360 degrees every 60 seconds. Qualls' likeness is adorned head-to-toe in Toronto Raptors athletic apparel, save for his hat, a bowler style that recalls the aesthetics of steampunk. As you enter the gallery space and approach the sculpture, an attendant steps forward and whispers into your ear, I have a message from God. She says... You are her finest creation. What the? F- this is this isn't real, right? Is the, oh no, I made all these up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to know where this is. <laughs> these are uh, these are some of the um, parts of these are borrowed from things that actually exist. But no, um, I've, I've this is completely fictional. Oh, damn. Um, so what do you what do you think the DJ Qualls on a rotating platform? Uh, decked out in Toronto Raptors apparel except a steampunk hat uh, and somebody says do you you know God says you are her finest creation what would you take away as, as a viewer I feel like it's just a daughter or son reaching out <clears throat> reaching out to their their parents yeah um, who are separated and the creator is like I don't know mid-30s and they're like i'm still young enough for you to buy me a new video game system yeah just trying to reconnect yeah and i want to show you what i can do once i take my mind off of like the video game system is something that takes me away from the world and allows me to put my head in a creative space again yeah 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 and an augmented reality one different from this one with the parent wow that's i guess i just see myself in (laughs) 
Oh, that's an excellent read. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to number two. Um, a room full of mosquitoes, uh, the sole non-insect non object contained therein uh, being a pair of Sperry Topsider boat shoes. Um, and inexplicably, this room filled with mosquitoes and the boat shoes smells of fresh-cut lavender and pipe tobacco. Wow. It takes me home. <laughs> Evocative, right? Yeah. And where... So... Where is this located? Good question. Um, this piece is uh, at, it's an art installation in a barn. Um, uh, you know, lots of like reclaimed wood. Looks really nice, like a refurbished barn uh, at Martha's Vineyard. Oh, I see. I knew, as soon as you said the Sperry's, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> have a northeast vibe. Yeah, uh, that one's right up my uh, lane horse. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's basically the common New England Martha's Vineyard living, um, just showing everyone that you can ride the wave and uh, life is good. Yeah, yeah. Trademark. Not like a, a company. Yeah. Oh, like the, the cartoon guy. Life, life is, is good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of like a, almost like a, an audacious kind of display of how relaxed going against that all class of people are. Right. You, you don't know, have how. to buy Black Dog, Life is Good, or... Man, that is another one. It's cocky uh, motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay, number three. Um, inside of a cavernous gallery space, there's an enormous bulletproof plexiglass box. Mm-hmm. Measures about 20 feet in each direction. Um, it reminds you of the clear cage where Dr. Hannibal Lecter was confined uh, in about the third act of Silence of the Lambs. Uh, inside of the box, there are two rats chatting on iPhones, chomping down cheeseburgers, and chilling on the potty. Wow. And I'm going to guess this is located in the West. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Marfa, Texas. Okay. Oh, Mar- Marfa's... Martha, real... Mar- Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this one is um, a little elementary, I will say. And <laughs> they're going the whole like tic-tac-toe route strategy where you put something in the center, but you actually want the viewer to see something else. Yeah. And they're trying to see the cheese, uh-huh. right? There, the cheese is in the center, but what you're actually trying to see is yourself and the reflection of the prison. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and, a uh, little Black Mirror vibe going on with the phones, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, the cell phone's just relating to the teens. and uh, Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, number four, a 12-foot party sub lying taut across two industrial-grade metal sawhorses, uh, while not explicitly stated in the press materials or anywhere in the gallery space itself. You have an inkling that the fact that this sculpture is in a gallery in Alexandria, Virginia, is significant. Okay. Party sub on two sawhorses, Alexandria, Virginia. 12 feet in length. Is this a Trojan horse? Hmm. It does seem about. It does seem a bit, a bit political. America's bit, Trojan horse. Yeah, and uh, the wolf in sheep's clothing. They're trying to get people to fight about how much they would pay for that. Like mm-hmm. fight in the exhibit, make a scene, showing the. Because I I've lived in Alexandria for a couple years, like seventeen years. 
Yeah. I've been living in Alexandria, Virginia for about 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's native. Yeah, like, here and now. It's As like a, yeah. this rift gone on who can buy the highest price, and no one wants that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. people will fight for it. And the rich get richer. Right. Jesus Christ, these fucking... You know, uh, drain drain the swamp. It seems like they're adding water to it. Uh, number five, <clears throat> uh, an acapella group comprised of approximately 20 men are aboard a small replica barge floating in an exaggeratedly large kiddie pool on the roof of the Institute of Contemporary Art, constantly referred to the ICA, uh, in Philly. The men are a diverse group in relation to every metric by which diversity is measured in academia and the workplace. Uh, they are singing a rendition of the theme song to Stranger Things, and approximately every two minutes, one of them is picked off by a sniper whose location you cannot determine. I should note that the piece, as advertised on the museum's social media channels, is titled It's Adam and Eve, Not Adam and Steve-O. Oh. Okay. That one is it's deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that reminds me of... It's really local to you, too, with the Philly thing. Right. The Rocky, Rocky statue. Um, well, off the bat, I'm going to say I hate it. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it reminds... I, I think mm-hmm. it's work done by the teacher that Freedom Riders was based off. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing her... She was trying to make a statement, mm-hmm. and I don't. Know, I think she's like anti, like corporate, like anti mm. thrift store. I don't know. Mm. She she's been changing her views a lot. Anti corporate and anti thrift store, diamond dozen. Yeah, she's making a political state statement, mm-hmm. and uh, and the jackass nod. That's just her favorite show. That's what she. <laughs> that's in her bio. It's kind of. It's like you can't yeah. explain it. It's right. just I like. Uh, I like to dip my french fries in my frosty. <laughs> the, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, the sniper is, mm. she's, she's pro-war, yeah. anti-thrift shop, thrift store. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, Kyle Harris, thank you for playing. Uh, what is, I don't remember the name, what is this sculpture trying to communicate to its viewer? Uh, you did wonderfully. I want to want to thank you for that. You got five out of five. I so g- that's, I, that's an excellent score. I can I'm, take that to the bank. I knew that. I, yeah. I didn't think I'd get the first one, but the other ones I was sure of. Yeah, and you can go uh, next time that your your prizes, next time that you're visiting uh, the ICA in Philly, you just go and you tell me you're a guest on this podcast and that you won uh, the competition and you have lifelong membership, plus one, anytime you'd like to go. Um, uh, I, I wanted to ask too, uh, as a Pennsylvania guy, did you have any thoughts when the oh. Pittsburgh Penguins debuted their new mascot, oh, God. Uh, Gritty? Did well, you see Gritty? That's the flyer. The Flyers mascot. Oh, it's the Flyers. Yeah. I, Wait, who's honestly, the, pe- oh, who? the? The Penguins is the, probably the Penguin. penguin. Yeah. You know what? I, you want to know how dumb I am? I have a Pittsburgh Penguin shirt that has the Penguin on it. <laughs> well, what the? What is the Flyer? The Flyers. He's gritty. I, this is how ignorant I am. I, Philadelphia. You know Super local. Then you should have even more of an answer for this. See, I was—I you know, thought I was just kind of softballing I, you, but gritty is a hardball. Gritty is penguins. I want everyone to be confused. I don't want to yeah. give any the attention. Pittsburgh gritties. Yeah, I—I uh, I already hate it. As soon as he popped up, like my Facebook feed. I don't even—I don't post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I just look at it for events, and yeah. it was all my all my feed was just gritty. 
Twitter feed, like all the local comics were like gritty. Grad. That's that. I think that's what kind of spurred my hate of Philly Hurt. <laughs> Somebody tweeted a picture of Gritty and it said, oh no, you guys, Louis C.K. found the mask. Which, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, you could say anything. It's, yeah. He's silly looking. Uh, he is. I mean, it does work, I will say. But, I mean, if I see him on the street, will I ask for a picture? Yeah. <laughs> Do I like him? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's an interesting, what you're describing. I don't know that, uh, I don't know if that paradox has a word, but yeah, somebody that you have a strong dislike for, um, but you would want to prove yeah. that you had seen them. Yeah. Get a photo together. And I want to be able to be like, I got a photo and I still ate him and to everyone who likes him, you don't have a photo. Yeah. So here it is in your face. Show it to everybody and then delete it <laughs> just out of spite. <laughs> You don't want your record of that shit. Take myself, Photoshop myself out of it. What would that even do? <laughs> Just be a picture of Gritty. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, <clears throat> do you have a white guy impression? Uh, I have a bunch. <laughs> Are they They're, regional? Um, it, it's like or like genre. I I guess genre would be a good one. Yes, I do a lot of my. It's like quick, like if my friends say something, I can mm. like, <clears throat> oof, just it's, sort of absorb their, yeah, yeah and just repeat it if back. If it's like angry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what my mom sounds like that. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like a, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like every, <laughs> yeah, everyone could do a white Oh, man. Kyle, you have, uh, you got some dates I saw coming up in Philly at Good Good. Uh, I think the 18th and the 28th of October. Is that correct? Um, so what it yeah, says on your fucking website. So. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I probably should have came prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like a new, uh, like not a dark version of like a 90s sketch show okay yeah i'm playing like a character who got funding for a show he wanted to do in the 90s now so like everyone's <laughs> washed up and messed up it's also like really does not uh pay attention to like the social mores yeah I think, okay all right that's pretty fertile ground <laughs> i can imagine where that might go is that what's going on a good good then yeah One of the yeah 90s, the 90s show yeah okay. Uh, is that with darlings or is that a that's just that's just me okay yeah. wait you're doing a sketch show alone well yeah i invited some people oh, okay yeah it's like a talk show <laughs> got it yeah it's it's gonna have like a few like i think three runs there to see how it goes but, i'm gonna i'm gonna join facebook just so that i can say that i'm coming to it and then post on the event wall uh is this gonna be live streamed <laughs> Uh, well, Kyle, thank you so much for coming by today. Um, I wish you, by the time this comes out, the, the festival will have been over. And oh, I yeah. will assume that you have kicked ass at it. I, yeah, I should be. Torn uh, the town a new one. Uh, I the, hope you see some crazy shit while you're here. Um, Meet a cowboy. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, get some get some beers and tacos. have some fun. Tacos. Beers and breakfast tacos. Yeah, I yeah. keep hearing about tacos. Everyone breakfast likes tacos, tacos here. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle, thank you for coming by today. Uh, and to everybody out there, thanks again. We'll catch you next week. Hey, young kid. Yo. I, uh, haven't seen you in a while, man. I, I know you've been working really hard in the studio lately. I know the new single's gonna be dope. 
just I'm uh, worried about you, man. Let me know if you need me. Anytime. Just give me a call. Yo. Uh. Seriously, uh, anytime, man. Just, uh, well, you have my number, so, uh, feel free to give me a call if you're worried or if you're having any problems whatsoever. You know that I'm always here, uh, your family, your friends are always here for you. We can always, you know, we'll always be there to talk if you need us. Yo. Well, uh. Yo. Uh, God, you know, we're worried about you. That's the whole point you can say I'm about. Ah. Oh, God. I'm a... <laughs> a bird just... Oh, a bird just pooped in my mouth. That's unfortunate. I think I'm gonna swallow... I think I'm gonna swallow it whole. I know it's a little weird, but I'm gonna... It's the only way to get rid of it. something crazy I shouldn't be saying. I killed a hitchhiker in 1978 just to see if I could do it. I strangled him to death outside of a drive-in movie theater. Well, it feels good to get that off my chest. Anyway, uh, Young K, as I said, we're all really proud of you and uh, we're, we're, really, we're really pushing for you, buddy.